About a human is an honest sharing of ideas, opinions, and ramblings in no particular order. Because everyone has something to say, even if they not always should. About childhood. Where do you identify a reaction in your body when you think about your childhood? When you close your eyes and imagine yourself a little girl, a little boy, a little person. Does your back hurt? Does your stomach feel butterflies? Does your head hurt? Do you feel tense around your shoulders? Where do you register a physical reaction when you think of childhood? How is that telling of the experience in your heart? Do you think you had a good childhood, a negative childhood? Do you remember mostly bad things or things that fill you with joy? The experience of childhood permeates the rest of our life. It's weird how society does not treat children as people. Really, it, it really uh, seems like a silly question, but we must ask ourselves, is a child a person? We certainly don't treat children as people. When they go to schools, they have to ask permission to use the bathroom or drink water. Just, you know, regular body needs and functions. How would you feel if in a context of an office work, I have an office job, um, a factory, or anywhere else, you had to ask permission to do one of these tasks. Then again, we know that training comes from that same source, that idea that humans should be pushed to those limits. But even in loving households, in families that would do anything for their children, we observe this lack of consideration for children as people. If boundaries and emotional management are learned and practiced at a young age, how come parents and adults around children are not helping them develop these skills? For there are still people who would ask children to do not question their authority. There's parents that have asked their children not to say no to them. Just respond, yes sir, yes ma'am. If children do not practice boundaries and have no control of decision over their bodies and their belongings that is an extension of themselves, how are they going to be able to exercise those things successfully as adults? Emotional management is something that is mimicked as well. If mom, when frustrated, shouts at her child, well, child, when frustrated, will shout as well. If dad closes down, shuts down, and goes into his room and do not speak to mom or the children until the, the anger passes, then children are very likely going to imitate those strategies of emotional management that are not successful 
then we encounter these extraordinary expectations we all have for children. The next generation will save the world. Oh, they're not like children used to be. They come with a different chip in their brains. They're woke. They're ready. They're going to take over and make everything better. How can that expectation exist? Where does it come from? If you grew up in a middle class household, why is your expectation for your child to be wealthy? If you finished a bachelor's degree, why do you expect your child to go ahead and pursue a doctorate? If you lived in poverty or still live in poverty or are in debt or have made bad financial decisions, why would you expect anything for your child to be different? Social changes do not happen magically. And we should be aware of inequality, privilege, and the challenges that some of the children will have to face. Making them believe that they will achieve and attain things just by attending school or by wishing it and wanting it enough, by working hard every day in long hours, is unrealistic and cruel. If our circumstances are ordinary and we are ordinary humans, the expectations should stay that way. I'm not saying do not empower and encourage youth. Please do. But do not expect your children to invent a great machine or create solutions for the world if you are not doing the work on yourself to show them how it's done. Childhood poverty, addiction, and abuse are prevalent. And we choose as adults to look the other way. A lot of us don't have the platforms, the money, the understanding on how to engage and get involved and help out. But on our small square meter, we can observe and see how we can help. And it starts by not normalizing children working, by not normalizing children being exploited. Every time we buy clothing or technology that comes from places where children are being exploited, we are part of the problem. When we watch movies and encourage our children to listen to music made by young people, teenagers and children. We are contributing to the exploitation of these people. How many of us know what are the regulations for actors and, and um, singers that have become famous? How much of us know who is supervising those children? Who is taking care of their well-being? We watch movies where children are crying or screaming or scared we see people going on concerts around the globe. Who is putting a stop to the exploitation of people? It doesn't mean that because Hannah Montana is wealthy, she was not exploited and abused. A young woman, a child that was pushed to the limits of performing. Is she doing okay? Who's checking on that? Adults must be emotionally available to youth. 
And we also have to be open to receiving their feedback. It's not about what we think is right or what we think is good. It's about their experience as people. We must listen to children. We must believe our youth and we must support them. They do have great messages to share. They do have great insight to the world that we live in. They are natives of this digital era. They are vulnerable in ways that we were not vulnerable before. But we certainly have been looking the other ways on the ways that we know people have always been vulnerable. And we all have stories of discomfort, of abuse, of injustice when we were children and when we were young. Imagine a generation that doesn't need to heal from childhood wounds. Trauma will come, trauma will happen, challenges are part of life, and being resilient and adapting to changes and difficulties are human power. We must go through those things, but imagine facing tribulations and learning how to navigate those in real time. Imagine not having to have a breakdown when, when you're in your 20s or your 30s. Imagine being able to know how to say no when someone does something you do not like to you. Imagine having the skill to say, I am sad and identify why you're sad. Imagine having the skill to say, I'm angry at my parents, the way they talk to each other. It's cruel, it's rude, it's not okay. But I love them and accept them even though they're not perfect. Just that basic understanding that we are all in a process, that we are all work in progress, that we are not perfect and we will not achieve perfection, but that we are trying and we're doing it together. Just knowing that at a young age will prevent so many wounds and so many mistakes as adults. Let's take care of our youth. Let's love our children. Let's listen to them. Let's believe them and let's support them.